Welcome to TLC for the Soul podcast, where soul meets spirit. You have entered into sacred space. I'm your host, Tammy Lynn Chambers, and I'm here to help you shine. Now let's get going on this podcast journey. Hello, friends. Hello. And welcome to this show that's happening um, during <laughs> during the time of, that I'm calling summer ween. Um, yesterday and today have been very dreary and cozy and um, kind of rainy. And I've got the little socks on and... Got the, um, I heard somebody call it summer ween the other day. <laughs> so like your summer, but it's a day that feels like autumn. So I made a warm drink. I've got the shawl ready if I need it. Got pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin pie spice in my matcha green tea latte. And I want to welcome you all in. Welcome, welcome. And I do see Mother Mary. When I set these things up, I don't always pay attention to everybody that's in the background or every, every spirit friend that wants to, like, come through. But um, I'm going to adjust this a little bit. I know my cricket in the frame. Um, but it looks like Mother Mary is here making an appearance. Um, this is going to be a the second in our Lionsgate journey. Um, this is an activation. Um, it's mainly going to be light language activations, they're saying. So mm, let's settle in and see what um, what's going on here. So if you're new, just take a moment to settle in. You know, you might be coming from who knows what has been going on. This is your time to relax. Check in with your guides, check in with your higher self as I wrap us all in love light and light love. Inviting in the guides who overlight this show, Archangel Michael, Archangel Metatron, the Pleiadians. Let's take a few deep breaths together. Whether you're listening on the podcast, welcome, 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 wherever you're coming from, whether you're watching on YouTube, I welcome you in. If you're returning, I always am so grateful and deep gratitude that you're here. And obviously you wouldn't be here if there wasn't something here for you um, on the channel. And I was looking, <clears throat> I was looking yesterday. So as you're settling in, as you're creating your own sacred space, just talk for a minute. I was looking yesterday and it's going to be in October is usually when I switch my season. So um, it's going to be six years in October that I've been doing TLC for the soul as a podcast um, on, I think not as long on YouTube. I think I started putting on the YouTube a little bit after that. Um, YouTube, the TLC for the soul channel on YouTube has over 400 videos um, so that means the podcast probably has even more. And um, 
I need to do this on YouTube as well, but on Spotify, I went in yesterday, and I know there's many, <clears throat> many um, uh, podcast providers, but Spotify kind of like, they don't host my podcast, but I don't know how it's all intertwined, but um, <clears throat> they have some, I created some playlists for the podcast on Spotify. So I created a TLC's favorite shows um, playlist because I was just scrolling back through the five years and I'm like, oh my God, I forgot how much I love this episode or I forgot how much I love this one. It was so good. Or sometimes they'll just randomly start playing and um, I'm like, oh, that's a really good one. So I did that and I also created a playlist called shorts because I'm starting to do the shorts again. That's like a five to 10 minute thing. Um, so, and they're just fun little, it could be anything. It could be an activation. It could just be something really funny. It's all intent and purpose to uplift you or to inspire you or to motivate you or to just, you know, whatever, give you a five to 10 minute little break, um, to jump into the magical realms with me. Cause that's where I like to be most of the time. Um, what else is going on just quickly before we get into these activations? Hmm. If you're a twin flame, if your twin flame journey is activating, if you're not sure you're a twin flame, um, over on Loveland Tarot and on the podcast. If you're on the podcast, you just get it all. Um, you get the auto version of everything, no matter where, no, no matter where it's out on YouTube. But um, we've we've got the Twin Flames 2.0 series going on. There's also playlists for that. If you're on YouTube, it's on my other channel, Loveland Tarot. <clears throat> and Saturday, I don't know when you're listening to this. I don't know when people listen to these things, but by the time you listen to this, it could already be there. I'm recording this on a Wednesday, July the 12th, 2023. And on Saturday, I'll be dropping the reading that I did yesterday for Twin Flames about how this 717 new moon and the shifting of the nodes of fate, along with the Cardinal Grand Cross activation later next week are affecting the Twin Flame connections. Very inspiring and uplifting news for Twin Flames. Um, so if you're on the podcast, you'll just look around. It's going to be the episode probably right after this one. Um, if you are interested in that reading, um, and if you're on YouTube, you know, bop over to Loveland Tarot. The channels are, um, always, everything I talk about is always links in the show notes. Let's light this little, that smells like vanilla frosting. This little candle. It's really not, but it's like lemon and something, but to me, it smells like vanilla frosting. And let's just set our intention for these activations that are coming through. And I do want to just give a little brief two seconds. See, no, I can't talk for two seconds. A little summary because there is a part one to this um, journey to Lionsgate. And um, I don't have to be totally like, I don't care that I'm perfectly like lit up or whatever, you guys. So whatever. Just enjoy the light that's coming. You don't have to necessarily see me like perfectly fine. I may be in a little bit of shadow right now. It's okay. It's all right. We don't, I don't need ring lights and all that. It's fine. Maybe at this point, you're just supposed to close your eyes. So there was a part one because every year we do a journey to Lionsgate series. There was a part one to this that we did back in June. Um, and it was a scavenger hunt where you were supposed to set the intention to go out somewhere that you're being guided to go. Um, I don't remember all the details, but I remember I had to go to the library. 
yeah, it was, it was, it was a channeling and we had to go to the, I had to go to the library and look south and I was supposed to see something. And what ended up happening there as, a, as an update, if you're following this series, what ended up happening there is it wasn't so much that when I went to the library and I stood between the two lions, that was what it was because the library has two big lion statues. The library's been there for over a hundred years. And so I went to the library, walked up to the sidewalk, stood between the two stone lions, looked to the south, and I'm like, okay, what do I see? I saw, and it wasn't so much the one thing that I saw, it was the experiences I had that afternoon after I did that, um, that were pre, pre, almost like premonitions or precursors to like my quote unquote future life, not like the next lifetime, but like what's coming up. Um, based on the things I'm trying to manifest. So I had a really fun afternoon with my son. Um, some things that stood out to me, like I saw the bank sign, like really big, um, both times when I looked south. And then we went um, shopping and we had, you know, we had fun and we, I don't remember all the things that we did or bought or did, because it's like over a month now. But I just remember it was like, you know, fun with loved ones and, shopping and just enjoying the day and the afternoon. And I think the weather was really great. And um, I just got signs, um, a lot of signs and serendipity and synchronicity that happened after I did that. And then I kind of like, you know, closed that portal down, so to speak, and moved on. And so now we're here for part two. These are going to be, like I said, activations. They told me it's gonna be a lot of light language and a few cards to just talk about what this whole thing, it's all about the second journey to Lionsgate is being in the right alignment, not the perfect alignment, but they're saying being in the right alignment to receive all the good that's coming to you as a result of all the hard work that you've done. And this seems pretty consistent with the Twin Flame um, reading that I did yesterday. So I know everybody here is not a, well, everybody, let's just say every human has a twin flame. I will say that not every human is activated on the twin flame journey right now or will be in this lifetime. So if you're just curious, like what that, all that stuff is, you can check out the 2.0 series. We do a channeled, we bring in channeling from the guides on the definition of what is a twin flame. It's very clear, concise. Um, it talks about the energy of the connection, what that looks like energetically. We teach you how to scan your relationships to learn what kind of relationship it is, where the main connection of, the, of any relationship is at, what chakra is, is driving that relationship. Um, and then we go into the different waves of the twin flame journey. All right, what do you want me to do next? <clears throat> Cards, all right, I'm gonna draw from... Um, the show right before this on this channel was the mid-year um, vision quest. We did a drum journey to kind of check in with where we're at this mid-year, which in this case was July. It was something we were guided to do um, at the beginning of the year when we did the whole month-to-month -month, um, card readings for the whole year ahead. And let me just, now that I'm saying that, let me check in with July. Because our July hangout, this is more like our July hangout. I called that Drum Journey July hangout, but we really didn't hang out, we journeyed. Okay, so this was the month to month stuff that I drew up, and I've, I know if you're listening, you can't see this, I'm gonna read it, but <clears throat> just showing these folks. This is kind of how I drew it. There were many interchangeable um, lines and things between certain months. 
<clears throat> and for July, um, we had written down when we drew the cards, we had do a mid-year refresh on your goals, forward motion, fun, release what ifs, release outcomes. So that is that. And we are in the middle of the themes for July, August, and September were again oneness and the song was as one by spiral rhythm and i posted the link to that in that um, drum journey video but it really was all about the elements air i am i am fire i am i am water and spirit i am i am it kind of went on like that for a couple minutes that was like the gist of the song and i'm wondering because this cardinal grand cross um I still haven't looked up the exact date. You guys can look that up or go look at, if that speaks to you, you can look at astrology, um, the astrology on that. It's like the 20th or the 21st or whatever, but when it gets activated, it's activating every element, um, every um, sign. That's a, So whatever the cardinal signs are, I don't remember them all, but I think it's, oh, don't ask me. It's I think it's Aries, Libra, Aquarius. There's another one. Um, but it's earth, air, fire, water, those signs getting activated. And so what came out yesterday too is that's then the, the um, signifies the magician getting activated because the magician in the tarot is, works with earth, air, fire, water. You're the magician. You're trying to manifest in your own life. And so <clears throat> things you've been wanting, I know we've been saying this for a while, but things are going to start popping off. Have they? Um, I think slowly but surely certain things have been, um, but there's a big push at the 717. And I will say um, that for the twin flame journey, just to like a teaser, um, the message was that at the seven, and 717 is like a power number for me. I don't know if it is for you, but when I see, and I've been seeing 717 since my spiritual journey started many eons ago, um, but it, it means like you're on the right track, you're moving forward, you're on the right path, you're doing the work, you, you've got it right, keep going. And so the significance of the nodes of fate shifting on the 717 uh, new moon, the fact that it's a new moon and they're happening at the same time, and then the fact that the elements of the magician in the, in the terms of the planets in the sky getting activated by the astrology, which is creating this cross, grand cross or this cardinal cross, um, is very, very significant in the, um, in the astrology, in the heavens, which means that translates down to you. And for the twin flames, the big message was that there, it was a graduation point. And no matter what wave you were in, and if you don't know about waves, you can go listen to that video. But no matter what wave you were in, you were graduating to the next wave up, the next level. Um, so I'll leave that at that. Now for everybody here, Twin flame or not, star seed, light worker, bringer of the light, wizard. I know I have my Mashiba wizard coming in. We, he's his name is Neil. He's gonna join us. Let me read about him. I've had cats. July has been a month of cats, and then I'll pull a card. Cats have been coming out of the woodwork. Um, if you've been following the weekly energy story on the podcast, that's only on the podcast. That's the week ahead story. Um, 
cats have come up all over the place. Oh, that's not what I want. I'm going to that. Maybe I'm supposed to go to that. Am I supposed to go to the spirit guides of Tessa Long? Okay, that's just kind of a fluke. <clears throat> um, I'm going to my list of spirit guides. And I do find something very interesting here. Did you want to point it out for this activation? And it's been happening all day. So um, you may be sitting there going, can you just get on with the activations already? Like I'm starting to, like I came here to get activations, not to listen to you like ramble on for who knows how long. And um, all day has been, all morning so far has been a journey of patience um, with walking my dog. Like everything that's happened has made me like wait three times as long as I typically would for me to do what I need to do. Um, when I was walking the dog, I was like, oh, sometimes I just get so tired of walking here because I have to be on such a mental alert to make sure, you know, there's no, like we had dog, almost a dog fight the other day. Some dogs, people let their dogs out. They were off the leash. They ran straight for the dog. The dog's on my leash. And that's one of my like pet, not a pet peeve. I don't even know. It's one of my trauma things is being caught in the middle of a dog, dog fight. And especially when I've got the dog tethered to me around the waist. Um, on a 26 foot leash, if I get caught in a dog fight, that is not good. So I have these dogs racing towards me. Why is this coming out? Shadow stuff is coming out. This is shadow stuff coming up. Um, impatience. But if these dogs race towards me, I was like, dear God, please don't let me get in the middle of the dog fight. And the dog did. It went straight for my dog. She's on a leash. And the type of dog that I have is one that, um, in reading about the breed, because I've never had this cat, I've never had a catahoula before, but they are bred to never back down. Um, and so she may be fearful about certain things, but if you put her in the ring with, because they're bred, bred, they're bred to like do cattle, um, like herd cattle and like wild boars and stuff like big surly animals. And the part of the breed and what's inbred in them is when they get knocked down, they just keep getting back up and getting back up and getting back up. And they're like warrior dogs. And I'm like, oh, this dog's perfect for me, even though she's such a challenge. And so the dog came at my dog and like nipped her on the back. And I was like, oh my God, please don't have a fight because the my dog, the thing is, if she is challenged like that, she will throw down. Oh, I don't, I'm calling it throw down. I don't know what it is, but she will not back down and she will go right in like teeth barred and blazing and like crazy woman as I've had to pull her we've had to pull her out of a few um dog fights so um what is this we're talking about patience not dog fights but I don't know how we got off on that tangent but you get off on tangents getting off on tangents um patience being patient you you I'm pointing at the camera and I'm talking to all y'all listening Patience has been a big part of your spiritual journey up until now. And I know some of you personally, we've talked about this. It's like, you know, you've been waiting, you've been trying, <clears throat> you've been trying to manifest something for so long. You've been persevering. Um, when we did the twin flame reading, we would, we even talked about the false starts that some of you uh, might've had some false starts in like moving towards your twin. Some of you may have had some false starts in moving towards your goals, your manifestations. You've started something, you've had to stop, you've had to regroup, you've had to be patient. You've had to like adjust your expectations. And then you might've had another false start where you, you know, and you had to stop and start over again. And so there this has been a uh, moniker, I don't know if moniker is the right word, but through this journey so far to where we are at now, all of you listening is the, the patience and the perseverance is being rewarded. 
and spirits very, um, <clears throat> they're saying they're very clearly stating this. Um, they want you to know that they understand how hard it's been. They want you to know that perseverance and patience is a superpower to your own soul's growth and evolution. And they understand that you may have been disappointed in the past. You may have had to wait a little bit longer than you thought you might have to wait. But ultimately, your patience is going to be rewarded in many different ways on many different levels. So don't discount um, all you've done up until now to get to where you're at, to get this far. Okay, a little TLC, you have to do these little TLC, I swear there's something crawling on me, these little TLC pep talks every, every once in a while. And if I can't find my Mishiba and my list of spirit guides, then I'm just, oh, here he is. Mishiba, Neil, these, he had a different name coming then, but I was like, oh, I don't like that name. Um, so we, he renamed himself. These fiery, magical, cat-type wizards are incredible magic workers and will assist you as a familiar in this life and beyond. They come in a variety of different flames and personalities and are a real treasure. They appear to be a cat made entirely of flames. They are, in fact, wizards that carry powerful fire element and feline energy. So we have the Mashiba coming in here. So I feel like a lot of the light language is going to be Lyran. <clears throat> All right, let's get one card because your patience will be rewarded. You will get that light language activation. Okay, let's get this Vision Quest Tarot card out. See what our friends, oh, if you're looking at the camera, here's the deck. This is a very powerful Native American inspired deck. I read from the book all the, most of the time because the book is very powerful from this deck. And, of course, <clears throat> Six of Air, Clarity. It looks like a, um, if you're listening, it looks like, kind of like a dream catcher. Yeah, with like a little kind of a thunderbird with a turquoise in the middle and one, two, three, four, five feathers hanging down. They're probably eagle feathers and kind of clipped to the sides. It almost looks like pieces, like like little cutoffs of like a horse's um, mane. Mm. The colors of this deck are very beautiful. Um, like a deserty looking colors. Okay. Let's read about the six of air. Sometimes all I think about is you. Late night in the middle of June, has been freaking me out. Okay, six of air, clarity. The inner message is the more you know yourself, the clearer your insights into your relationships become. The more attention you pay to your own inner truth, the more loving your communication with others will be. Once you have stopped struggling with yourself, harmony and wisdom prevail. The outward manifestation is this is a great moment to gain clarity about a problematic situation. 
confidently express your preferences in an important matter without becoming manipulative. Conflicts will be resolved as long as you are willing to be alert enough to remain true to your heart by showing what values you cherish and what is important to you. Others find the courage to admit their truth as well. <clears throat> so traditional deck is the Six of Swords. All right, light language. Let's clear the deck here. Okay. So they're going to want you to close your eyes and get in what we call the receptive mode, whatever that means to you. There's three activations coming through. towards the camera because some of it if you're watching is I don't know whatever depends on how you're watching show me to face Lyran okay so if you're watching there's going to be some hand movements that are part of the light language if you're listening this is going to come through almost like a Reiki um, activation you're going to be feeling the energy, um, it's almost uh, almost like a Tai Chi for you in a way. You're going to feel, um, I don't want to like lead you into how you're going to feel, but it's going to feel like air symbols moving around your auric field. Let's just put it like that. All right. Part one. It's funny. That was not just Lauren. That was a lot of different things. Part two, Pleiadian. It's a lot of fast moving codes. It's going to move all of that down and through and into your field. Just be prepared. Yeah. 
I have the Galactic Federation here with us now. So we're getting light language from all over the place. Um, I'm not even going to name it all because it's just like too much to separate it out. But each one of you starseeds based on your origins, based on whatever um, star families you're working with right now that are helping you bring certain um, light codes into the planet, those are the activations you're getting. So it may not be that the light language activates, all, all of it is for everyone. It could be some of it for everyone. I don't know, okay. And we got part three coming through. This is to ground you. Okay, this is probably dragons. It's very deep in the belly, grounding in through the sacral, solar plexus, the root, and for my twin flames, the belly button chakra. Because I have to make, I'm going to adjust my chair. I have to make like a big, deep, wide stance here, almost like a goddess pose. Almost like Ka Ooh, Kali Ma coming in too, to cut some cords. Dragon fire. Ha! Okay, take a deep breath. We created like a power ball of dragon fire there at the end that we helped move into your auric field. So what you're gonna feel over the next 24 hours is that power ball, it's the energy you need to keep going. It's the energy you need to keep moving forward. It's the energy you need, just the energy you need in the form of a chi ball, so to speak. Um, but it's more made of dragon fire and it's going to, I love working with dragons. It's going to move down and in through you. Um, okay. Let's see. One last card and then they say we will be complete. Okay. So this is the mystic Martian Oracle. Let's see, what are my friends? I don't have any of these cards anywhere else. Sometimes they're scattered everywhere. Mm. So many different altars running so many different cards right now. All right. The card we got. Oh, they've been coming through a lot. Yesterday, too. It's giants. Nephilim. Controversial. Assessing a new perspectives. Uh, we were working with the Norse pantheon yesterday in our twin flame reading. We used the Nordic, um, the runic tarot. But I've been feeling the energy of the giants, the realm of the giants, um, 
came through yesterday too. It's just been around. Let's see what this, because this is a, um, this is not Nordic. This is off planet. Uh, let me read from the book. Nephilim, maybe some of you are familiar with them. I was not. Are also known, oh, as Anakin, Anakin, the Rosemary, Anakin Skywalker, E, Eyes, and Elohim. The Nephilim were the humanoid giants of ancient times on earth that seemingly died out during the last great flood. They stood at 14 feet tall and sometimes even taller. Their origins are unclear. Some sources say they originate from Canaan. Genesis 6.4 states that they are the sons of God. Later interpretations of this led to the relabeling of them as, quote unquote, the fallen ones. The Nephilim were pre-Diluvian and possibly of the original genetic seeding programs. Discovered bones, oh, discovered bones, are as old as 50 to 300,000 years old. The Hebrew Torah makes mention of Nephilim giants, and the Old Testament book of Samuel mentions Goliath. Oh, I'm chills. Mentions Goliath the giant. The book of Enoch makes reference to the giants, as do the Dead Sea Scrolls. The ancient Greeks called their giants the Cyclops and Titans. Scandinavian pagans mention stories regarding ice giants and trolls. The New Zealand Maori have stories about the red-haired, I'll probably say this wrong, Pado Piarhi giants, sorry if you're from New Zealand, um, that inhabited New Zealand first. In 1911, the ancient Nevada Sitika tribe discovered mummified red-haired giants that coincided with their passed down stories. Giant bones were also discovered in Alaska and Mexico and in the Denisova cave in Siberia. The Nephilim have a complex and controversial history that sometimes weirdly overlaps into Anunnaki genetic territory. So the card meanings are controversial, assessing, critiquing, ESP, brute strength, temptations, new perspective, new ideas, hope, processing, and rustic for some reason. Maybe like Paul Bunyan, wasn't he a giant? Because this dude's got like, if you're listening to this, this, this card has like a giant guy, but he's got like a tree. The tree looks like a little twig. Not a twig, but like a branch, but it's like a whole tree. And I do see the little person. Maybe that's, I don't know who that is. There's like a stone cave and there's like a little person. And there's um, flying saucers in the background of this. So what did, what's, what's, why is this card coming out for everybody? Hmm. They're saying your belief in the other worlds, in the power of God, um, belief in yourself as like your own giant. We did talk about power stance recently. I don't remember where it was. I think it was the weekly energy story. Um, about remembering who you are, not that you necessarily came from like giant origins, but you know, your auric field could be bigger now as a giant. You could feel sometimes I think when we get these upgrades, 
Um, sometimes, I don't know if you guys have ever noticed this, but you'll notice it like if you're maybe standing in your kitchen, like at the countertop or something. Sometimes I feel like really tall, like the countertop is way down there. And there's other times it just happens very quickly. I'll feel like I'm super short and like the countertop is a little bit higher. It's just like this readjusting of polarities and stuff within you. Um, it gives off these weird like physical sensations. Um, but this is a huge celebration. Um, Again, they just keep saying for all the work you've done um, and yeah, just to believe in the power of who you are, believe in the power of magic and the light. Um, I was talking with, okay, they're saying it's okay to say this. I was talking with my son yesterday and we were having a very deep conversation. I mean, he's only 15 and he was like, mom, sometimes I have these weird dreams at night I go to this place and it's like hell, like hellish, you know, it's like green. And when I, all these things, it's like, when I wake up, I don't feel, you know, I feel eh. And so I'm like, okay, let's tap in and see what's going on here. And it's basically like part of his soul contract was to go to the subterranean, like middle world, um, which is like a hellish environment. It's all of the trapped emotions and things that um, Guy is trying to transfigure on behalf of humanity. And part of his role was to go down there and um, transfigure, uh, shine his light to help. Yeah, I'm getting big chills. Shine his light. So I think this might be some of, for some of you, some of these things are happening, but shine his light so that he could help transfigure on behalf of Gaia. And um, we asked, um, spirit, we're like, okay, does he have any options? Because he's saying this is happening like every night and it's just starting to wear a little bit on his, like, like on his, he wakes up and he's like, I wake up and I just feel like, eh, even though I clear my energy. And so we did ask and spirit's like, yeah, you do have options. You signed up to do this. So you have to do it. You have to help transfigure, but it's like, well, you don't have to always go to the middle world. You can go to the lower world and you can help um, spirits cross over to the light, which is where that kind of the ancestors and some of the the souls that um, haven't um, realized that they've passed yet kind of sometimes go to the lower worlds and they stick around there. Um, you can go and help spirits cross over or you can go to the upper worlds and you can, I don't remember what it was, they could t teach or something. It was something you could do in the upper worlds. And he's like, this is 15 year olds. He's like, I wanna do all those things. And I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I mean, he never questioned, it just felt right in his bones. Um, he didn't say like, that's bizarre. Like, uh, so it totally resonated with him. Not that everything I'm saying is going to like resonate with all 100% with all of you, but the, the belief systems are shifting and changing, especially younger kids, um, encouraging them rather than discouraging them from these things. Um, because, um, we have very open, we're just like sitting there like best friends. We have very open conversations about stuff like that. And when I told him, he was like, oh yeah, that makes perfect sense. That's exactly what it is. When I described what the guides were telling me and he looked at me, he's like, that's exactly what's been happening to me. And so we just talked it out. We had, you know, they gave him some options and he's like, okay, I, I want to do that. I want to go transfigure. He was like totally open. He's like, I want to do that. But he's like, I, I want to do all three so that I can have a break sometimes from these hellish worlds. So, oh my God, so many chills. Um, I know many of you have signed up to do the same thing. You don't always have to be, uh, look for options. If you need a break, um, go easy on yourself. My bringers of the light, um, in the physical world, you will always be rewarded for whatever service work you've come here to do. Check in with your kids. 
See how they're doing. Don't be um, put off by some of the things that you're telling, they're telling you. And I don't this is this is part of July's energy. Um, your kids are going through the same types of awakenings, um, ascension symptoms and stuff that you are. So I know many of you watching have kids and grandkids. Um, pay attention to the signs. Ask spirit to help you because sometimes spirit will help you like bring them forward and, and open up the energetic space for them to talk to you. Um, and don't discount what they're telling you because I could have been like, oh, hellish worlds, you're just having bad dreams. But, um, we sat down with spirit, we brought in his guides and that's what it was. And when I, when I said what they were telling me, you know, he was like, that's exactly what's happening to me. So open up your, open up your sacred senses around you with the ones you love that you know are open that, that you know are on a journey as well and part of this whole thing that you're doing is about leaving a legacy for the ones that come after as well as we did for the all the work you've done for the ones that have come before for the whole ancestral line and part of leaving that legacy is not filling their pockets with money like when you when you leave the planet you know leaving them some big inheritance or whatever that's monetary or, or, phys or physical possessions some of the legacy that you're leaving here is in the lessons the blessings the um the be the believing in in what they're in what they're going through like helping them being their mentor being their spiritual guide and um and helping them navigate navigate these changes because um it was just kind of like once you open up the um the energy door between the two of you um and once you kind of um, help them understand what's going on um, he never said after that, like, well, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. He's like, okay, I'm on it. I'm going to all be doing that. And I was like, okay. So it's like the, like the Akashic record, the, the knowledge that he needed just went opened up and he's like on his way. So that's a little extra bonus message for, for those of you that are here as spiritual teachers to others around you. Um, you're doing a great job. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep um, opening up, keep being interested in what's going on. That's part of your bringer of the light role as well. All of us, whenever you see 144, telling you, you're activated and um, it's time for you to take action. Let's take a deep breath together. That is all. <laughs> Get that last bit of breath out. That's all that we have for you, friends. I want to thank you so much for joining me here. We will see you all again soon. Take care. This episode was brought to you by the Galactic Council of the Light, helping serve humanity one starseed at a time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again in the next episode.